Hi, this is Ricardo, pastor of Journey Church Ventura. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. We hope it's life-giving and life-changing. Take care. I love that. Those are all of our own Journey kids. We have a great crew of Journey kids around here, and I love I love that some of them have to be prompted. <laughs> You're the best mom in the whole world. Say it. <laughs> Say it now. Well, welcome. We thought that we would just take, kind of take over the stage for Mom's Day for a bit, not the whole time. Great worship. I love that. I love that Leanna said, prayed that moms wouldn't be too tired today. <laughs> so welcome online. And I have to say, we were here for first service very early, and I kind of cracked up because we finished the sound check, and then Taylor says, good, because I got to go brush my teeth. <laughs> Rebecca said, I got to go get deodorant on. <laughs> so sometimes that's the life of mom, isn't it? So we're just here to kind of represent, I mean, we're different stages of life. Of course, I have grandchildren, and these guys have older kids and babies. And um, let me just introduce you. I'm Karen. This is Taylor Ness. And we have pictures of your family, so I'm gonna, we're going to put them up there and let you introduce your family as they put them up. Um, I'm not sure what time. We're still getting this right. Oh, there's Rebecca's. Okay, we'll start with Rebecca's. <laughs> All right, so I'm Rebecca, and uh, over here is my husband, Simon, and then this is Noah. He's 10 years old, and he knows everything, so if you have any questions, please ask him. And then there's Micah. He's five, and then my little precious Alana. She's just under three months old. Oh, I love it. This is, this is a aw day, isn't it? <laughs> Okay, and Taylor, this is my daughter, Taylor Ness, if you might not know her. This is my beautiful blessing of a family. That's my husband, Josh. You guys have probably met him before. Um, to the right is my daughter. That's Brooklyn Grace. She just turned two, and it went by way too fast. And then my son, Liam Joshua Michael, he is just shy of four months. And uh, they're, they're my little blessings. That's awesome. And this is my family. Um, all of us, this was from a year ago, so there are, there are more kids now. That's the way we're trying to populate the earth here with my family. So <laughs> this, is, this is my, of course, myself and my husband, Ricardo. He's holding our oldest grandson, Grayson. Steffi's my oldest daughter with her baby, and uh, she is pregnant again now. She just had a baby, and now another. So we're going to have a lot of grandkids coming up. And then her husband is Caleb and uh, Josh and uh, Taylor, look how um, not tired they look. That was before they had kids. So. <laughs> they look so refreshing. And then my mama is, is right in the middle. And we all, except for the bottom two, live together. So Taylor often jokes, hey, I live with my mama who lives with her mama. So I got it going on. <laughs> so, so we are just here to kind of chat with you a little bit, hopefully encourage some of you, um, those of you online with young children. We hope that they are busy with a puzzle or uh, something uh, that keeps them happy. It something clean. Something clean. <laughs> that is a true mom. Something clean. Um, and if not, it's okay because it all comes together. So we're just going to kind of dive in. And I wanted to talk about something that um, all of us had to deal with, but moms especially, is COVID. It's been kind of a crazy couple of years with COVID. So talk with me a little bit how that affected you guys as mamas. So... I think uh, with me, the biggest effect that I felt was with my oldest son because he was in school and that got interrupted. And uh, now he's learning at home and my son thrives on competition. Anybody that knows him knows he has to win at everything. And so... Um, hmm, who does that sound like? No, oh, I don't know. 
<laughs> he gets it from his dad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, so he thrives on competition. So once you take out all the competition and he's in a room by himself, it was it was difficult. And so now you know he's still a good student, but this student that I never had to worry about got his work done, all that good stuff. I now had to spend more energy and time double checking, making sure that it was all getting done. So that was that was a shift for sure. A big shift yeah. for, the, for moms and yeah. all mamas out there. Tim, how about you? You know, for me, uh, I, I have two young ones and they're not in school, so I already spend a lot of time with them. Uh, and my husband and I aren't that great at, at scheduling date nights anyways, but our date nights turned into let's go get food at a restaurant for takeout and then we're just gonna sit in a car <laughs> and have a date yes. night. And so that was definitely a, an interesting change of like, okay, Oko and Letha have the kids, but we're just going to sit in a car and have date night and eat some food, and that's the new normal right now. Yes. Yeah. That was, luckily, you could get food somewhere. They're, yeah. they're the masters of that, and Taylor is the masters of that. Now, we had, you know, both of these uh, girls, I almost said kids. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't want to be saying language like that. <laughs> had babies during COVID. So... Uh, the first one is your baby. Mm -hmm. Look at that baby. <laughs> Cute little sweet Alana. She was born during COVID. And then you had Liam. Here's Liam. Oh, <laughs> oh I love the odd day. You know, COVID was crazy for us because little Liam was born in January and all of our family came to for the birth. Now for the birth, because of COVID, grandma couldn't go in to the hospital, which was very difficult for this because I'd gone to all the others. So we had to just kind of say, okay, see ya, see ya when you have the baby. So that was, that was a little bit crazy. What was that like for you guys having a baby? So for me, I have always had my mom in the room. She's like an expert delivery woman. She's delivered, helped deliver a lot of babies. Um, and so, you know, I went to the hospital and the doctor and the nurse knew that I had already had two. So they were like, oh, you got this. Push when you want to push and whatever. And I was like, in that moment, although I did have my husband and he was doing a great job, I didn't have my mom who has coached me through every single, well, mm -hmm. the two other births, um, and telling <laughs> me when to push and telling me, telling me when to take a breath and making sure I had everything. And so um, at one point, I, um, I was this close to calling her on FaceTime so that she could walk me through it because I, I just felt so deserted in that moment and I just wanted my mom. And so. I, lo I love that because you know, those of you that have grown children, older children, you know, it comes back. You know, they go through this era where they think you don't know much of anything, and then suddenly they learn, wow, you learned a lot in a short time. <laughs> so, Taylor, how was that for you? Yeah, there were a lot of unknowns. Um, and I know for both of us, there was a point where we're like, can we bring our husbands into the delivery room with us? Are they gonna be able to be with us? What is it like when we exit the hospital? You know, what is that like? And um, I think it's accurate to say both of our husbands would have come knocking down doors yes. if they weren't allowed in there. Uh, but the, the unknowns definitely added another level of stress where we had to step back and say, God, we trust you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're going to keep our babies healthy. You're going to keep us healthy. And, and at the end of the day, God's going to provide whatever this experience is supposed to be. And I think that's such a great point about this conversation and with, with the three of us. There's no way we could do what we have done through the years without God mm -hmm. and being able. I mean, the song that uh, Ron's saying, you know, I will climb this mountain with my hands wide open. You know, you just, ha 
it's so nice to know there's someone that's going to catch us, yes. that God is there with us and he's got us. And whether you're a mom or not, you know, it was, it's crazy. And the COVID just threw everything off. I know that we had the whole, all the family there and my husband came home thinking I'm not feeling so good and turned out he had COVID. So we put him out in the trailer in the, in the driveway and said, you have to stay there. You know, we would have dinner and then we'd say, oops, did daddy eat? Oh, someone would push the food out to him, you know, and say, has the prisoner had food yet? You know, but then ended up, um, we had already all got it because he had been in the house. So the whole household of us had it and had to quarantine together. So let me tell you, that was a, uh, a life-changing and growing experience, but we all made it. Thank, thank you to the Lord. That's, yes. you know, I'm very glad for that. You know, it was just, so it's a season, and we talk about seasons a lot of, as moms, and sometimes we think that the season defines us, and sometimes it feels like seasons can either make or break you, but the season doesn't change who you are. It might just change the way you act for a little bit, or maybe the clothes that you wear, if it's cold or warmer. But being a mom, um, there's tons of seasons. So how do you guys deal with seasons of life? The Bible says everything, there's a purpose. God's got a plan. I know we, we, we grab onto that. But during the days, during the time when you think, this house is a mess. I haven't seen my husband. You know, my husband comes home. He's tired. I'm tired. Um, for me, I would think I have about 30,000 more words I need to speak to an adult. And my husband is not going to want to <laughs> hear those. You know, so how do you deal with these seasons? Um, I think they can, it can knock you off your game a little bit, you know, when you're in your sweats and you haven't done your hair and you've got spit up on your shoulder and mm -hmm. you just don't really feel like this young, vibrant young woman that we really truly are. We're, you know, I'm in my 30s. I think Taylor's in her 20s. You know, we're, we're young. And so, I'm not saying how <laughs> <laughs> But it's hard to feel like that in those, yep. especially these COVID sweatpants times. Yes. And so um, I think it's important to remember and grasp onto that this is a season. Exactly. It doesn't last forever. And yeah. there will be a time when we're, you know, going out and about our lives and we're going to wish we were yes. in those sweatpants I again. Will, I will tell you that. I mean, the, the days are long, but the years are short. Yes. And yeah. you will, you will, yes. trust me. <laughs> but I don't miss some of those yeah. days at all. <laughs> so, Taylor, how about you? Um, for me, thinking about seasons, I didn't know that my previous exhaustion before kids was very mild. It felt like a lot then, and then I had kids, and I'm like, wow, if I could be as exhausted as I thought I was at that time, it'd be very <laughs> different. Um, so, you know, it, it requires a different us. It requires a different energy mm -hmm. um, that some days I wake up and I say, I don't have that energy, mm -hmm. and you just have to take a moment and say, God, you're going to provide it for me, whether it's a cup of coffee that you magically make happen <laughs> and it's warm and I get to drink it um, or whatever it may be, you know, trusting that God's going to just provide for what your need is during that season Right, is huge. Right. And, and I think surrounding yourself with people who are positive helps. Yes. Um, whether it be your husband, whether it be your, your uh, relatives, your sisters, your friends, whomever, so that um, you have some friends. How do you guys manage having friends and having kids and, and taking that little margin of life that you have and giving it away to someone as a friendship? How do you do with that? Do well, with that? I, um, I think I, I'm one that kind of keeps my circle small, the, those that I truly, truly trust, you know, with anything. Um, but... I have my oldest son, and he's involved in football and baseball and all that, so I am able to um, 
make relation, build relationships with people um, fairly easily. I don't have to go out and <laughs> search, but they're right there at my fingertips. Um, but I think it's knowing, you know, developing these relationships with these people, and sometimes they're going to stick because you realize you have a lot in common with them, and so you start to build that relationship better. Um, and then there's those people that you realize were just in your life for that season, mm -hmm. and, you know, using the Holy Spirit's guidance on who, who he wants to stick around and who yeah. he thinks would be a better fit for someone else. <laughs> yeah. And I think that is true for all of us, no matter what, where we are in life. I mean, the enemy hates it when we have connection mm -hmm. and when we have friend. And I think COVID has really shown us that we need each other. Yes. We really, really do. Yes. And so it's important that we, we grab onto community, wh whatever age that mm -hmm. we're at. So how, how do you deal with that? Yeah, um, I have a similar, have a very tight knit of, uh, of my tribe, of my close friends with me. And so, and I'm also an introvert. So going outside of that is very foreign to me. It's uh, kind of filled with some anxiety, even just thinking about it. Like, oh, I got to go meet somebody now. Um, but I have found that, especially being a mom, it's important to find those relationships with other moms and, uh, and learn things from them. Because there's stuff that I'm going through that they might have already gone through or that they haven't gone through yet and I'm able to help them and and uh, so that's really big for me and and I kind of have to set some boundaries because you're so exhausted as a mom you don't have all this energy and all this time but you still need to develop those relationships of saying hey I need this to be mutual so mm -hmm. again letting God kind of guide and talk to your spirit about who should continue to stay and who um, is just there for a season because you can't uh, have just one-sided relationships. Right. You want it to be mutual. You want it to be fulfilling and feeding to both of you. Right. And, I, and I've heard it said that um, every person should have three people in their life, one that's older that they can be mentored from, one that's the same age that you can just grab onto, you know, your peer, and then someone younger that you're pouring your life into. I think that's, that's a good word. That doesn't come easy. It takes work, but there's so much value in it. Some of, some of us have been through mamahood already. We can give these guys great advice, but I'll tell you the truth. I think I learn more from my kids than they're learning from me right now, which I love. That's the goal. The goal is that you raise kids so that happens. So tell me this with your husbands, everyone out there online, if you're just waiting to hear this, I know. What do you need at the end of the day most from your husband when he gets home from a busy day? Um, I think for me, uh, I have a great I have a great husband and he's wonderful and perfect <laughs> in every single way um, but for me um, just not having an expectation of me at the end of the day um, just letting me be like if I'm sitting there tired on the couch then just letting me sit there tired on the couch if I'm doing dishes like whatever whatever it is that I'm doing just let me do it yeah and and that's going to help me be settled at the end of the night awesome uh, mine's a little little more like to the point I guess like when you get home I know you've had a long day but here are the kids <laughs> <laughs> I need a half an hour and my husband is amazing at, at making sure that happens for me but for me it's like I just I need some alone time I need to recharge yes and I um I think that for for guys it's different I know that it's hard when you're at work going all day long we really don't stop at home either on both sides. Um, but I heard a, an amazing person talking about when I go to work during the day, um, it, it, 
they were talking about, you know, I'm a working mom or I'm a dad. I save a little bit of energy so when I get home, I don't just shut down. So I always save that little bit so when I get home, I can be very, hello, kids, I'm here, instead of, you know, don't I'm going to wind down, you know, this kind of, that's what mom wants to do. So we talk about that because that does speak life into your kids. And then when dad comes home, dad's not tired, dad's engaged. And then you guys get this tag team going on. But speaking life is so important. The Bible says that the tongue has the power to speak life or have death. So it's a very, uh, very pointed tool. So speaking life is so important um, to yourselves as moms. So how do you guys speak life to yourselves? Uh, for me, it's it's really important, and it's become uh, kind of right in my face. My daughter is two years old and will say anything that I say, literally <laughs> anything. And yes, uh-oh. Um, <laughs> and so I, I think about, you know, in this culture, uh, one example would be body image. So if I'm looking at myself and I say, ooh, I don't look so great today, and um, and I say, like, oh, I'm fat. If she hears that, she's running around saying, I'm fat, I'm fat. I'm like, oh, no, like, that's not the godly talk I want her to think of herself. I want her to really believe that she's made in God's image, and regardless of how she looks, she's beautiful, right? And so for me, uh, it's so big, and, and like I said, just in my face, that the way that I speak needs to be honoring to God and through God's eyes. Uh, because she's going to hear that, and she's going to be raised with that, and she's, it's going to hit her. So for me, that's been really important. Yeah. Yeah, I think just, you know, watching your words, watching, um, you know, it's, we've, I think we've all had those moments where we say something, and then we see the look on their face, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. you know, I didn't mean that. And, and, and I think, um, you know, allowing yourself grace in those moments of, wow, I, I'm, I messed up, I made a mistake, um, and apologizing and mm-hmm. realizing it's, o- it's okay to make that mistake, yeah. go apologize to your child, and, and I think it shows a lot to your child, you know, when you are willing to admit your mistakes, teaches yeah. them it's okay, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. And I, here's what I love is that I ask you guys, how do you speak life to yourself? And you went straight to the kids, <laughs> which is what we do as women. Yeah. So let me give you a little hint to some of the husbands out there. We as mamas need you to speak positive to us mm-hmm. because we often are not speaking that to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because we have this self-talk that says, I should have been a better mom. I should have done this better. Husbands, you have a huge role or friends. And, and if you're a single mom, get friends around you that speak life into you that says, you're doing great. You're doing a good job. You're, you know, don't, you know, changing the lies of the enemy into truth. That's just like a 24-7 thing we have to do. So when you're speaking life to your kids, I I know that both of you love to have fun with your kids. So I want to show you a couple pictures that they sent me, which I love. Um, This first one is of, I think it's of Taylor. Um, Speaking life sometimes is spending time with them and doing, this is a makeup day, not a, uh, they didn't beat each other up. It kind (laughs) of looks like it. But that was a great day that they had time and had fun together. Those moments go such a long way with kids. So the more you take the time to do that, great job, Taylor. And there's one here of Rebecca, too. Yeah, this one I love. I love that this is the party guy, and this is the guy that says, I'm just done. (laughs) I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, no, it is. It is. But those are super, super fun moments with kids. And um, something else I want to talk about just with kids and and yourselves is getting that. How do you... 
How do you find time to pray, to talk to God during the day? I know that in order to, to flip-flop that self-talk, you have to have God's help mm -hmm. because he has to speak that truth into your heart. So as a busy mom, how do you find time to pray? And then how do you help your kids learn to pray? So for me, um, a lot of it is praying in the car, um, praying praying in the morning. You know, I'll wake up, oh, hey, I'm up actually early. I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then... <laughs> and all of a sudden I wake up and I was like, oh, man, I had good intentions. But yeah. um, having, you know, there are times where I do get up and I am able to say some prayers in the shower while I'm doing my makeup, doing dishes, you know, just any time where the kids are busy and I have some time to finish a thought is pretty much mm -hmm. when I get my prayer in. And then as far as the boys and, well, we'll, we'll be Alana <laughs> when she's able to, um, Every night before we go to bed, we say our prayers, and a lot of times it's repetitive, and um, it's the same thing that they said the night before, but I think that just still teaches them that, mm -hmm. that practice of prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for, for us too, it's any time that you can. Um, and sometimes, like you said, in a moment of quiet, mine is like in the moment of hectiveness. When my daughter's <laughs> running around and Liam's crying, you know, oh Jesus, uh, I need it today. Um, but just like any time that we can. And you said something really wonderful uh, the last service about... Oh, just talking to just him. Talking. Yeah, not overcomplicating it. I think that's something that I'm learning and uh, because I, I teach in the landing with the kids, you know, I explain to them, like, you know, it's just talking to God. He just wants to hear from you. It doesn't have to be fancy. And mm -hmm. it's like saying it to myself. Mm -hmm. Like, but I don't have, you know, 20 minutes to sit and really, you know, pour my heart out and come up with these allegories eloquent words he doesn't care right you know he just wants to hear from us and right. he wants to hear our voice and so um i think teaching myself that while i teach them that it right. has been big for me yeah. and i think to people that you may not know jesus or or um feel like oh i could never pray out loud or i i don't i mean here here's the prayer that i've learned is the most effective in my life jesus mm -hmm. <laughs> so many days, yes. you know, and I will wake up, grab coffee, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, and Taylor will often say, what's going on, Mama, <laughs> and, you know, because she knows that I, I'm just praying, yeah. and, you know, the Bible says, you know, the, I don't know if the Bible says this, but I know it's true, he's as close as the mention of his name, yeah. um, he is, it just takes Jesus, yeah. and he's right there, yes. it doesn't have to be a big, fancy, eloquent prayer, right. like you're saying, right. you know, so if you, you're at, you know, wherever you are in your journey, um, with this Christianity or walking with Christ, it doesn't take, it just takes speaking his name. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and it's, you know, makes a big difference. I know that you guys both talk about praying with your children at bed, but I know that you both have let them pray for grace too. And I, you both sent me a video, so I want you guys <laughs> to see these kids in action here. So here's a little video. I'm not sure who's up. Here's Taylor. Yes, and don't you love that she's praying over McDonald's? <laughs> hey, Papa, pray. Okay. He, he said this is dead, and thank you for walking. And chicken, and rice, and scales. Thank you for this day. And scales, and Rocky, and Rocky, and BJ, and Chris, and Sashina, and Olya, and and Gina and Gina and Sophia 
and Bawa and Jesus and Amen. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay, let's eat a food. That's a good idea, Micah. <laughs> let's eat a food. Okay. I love it. I love that. I love that. Um, the girls' prayer was just, <laughs> amen. And then the guys' prayer was, and, and, and. But here is what happens. Here's what is so awesome about raising kids. Those little prayers lead to this. Tell us about this story, Rebecca. So uh, my son plays baseball. And on this particular day, I was questioning what I had done so wrong as a parent. And uh, later, I was on social media, and one of the parents had posted this video. And it's my son leading his team in prayer. Little did I know that this was happening. And apparently, he does it every, um, every day or every game before they play. play. So I was, sh I was shocked, and you know, my heart filled with pride. And I was like, hey. I'm doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that, um, you know, those things that you work hard at over and over and over, sometimes you don't get to see them until someone else shows it yeah. to you. Mm -hmm. So you just have to believe that the principles of God and raising godly kids will fall mm -hmm. into place. Yeah. It totally will. And, the, and thinking about, you know, our kids, we don't get to take the credit when they're horrible and we don't get to take the credit when they're wonderful because all the credit goes to God yeah. and the fact that God handpicked each of our kids for ourselves is something that that is a principle that has helped me so many times in life Jeremiah says before you were born I knew you and before you were born I consecrated you and I believe that with all my heart that my mama was was I was handpicked for my mama my daughter was handpicked for me, her daughter was handpicked for her, and so on and so on. And so if you're a parent and you're thinking, I don't have what it takes to do this, I'm going to just tell you you're wrong. Because whether you believe that there's a God or not, there is a God and he gave you that child because he knows that you have everything you have in you to do it and you're the perfect parent for that kid. And you just have to remember that. Have you guys ever dealt with that? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, all the time, you know, you, you just really, your child makes a choice and you think, gosh, what, did, why, why did he make, or they, why did they make that choice? You yeah. know, I've been trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. And so I think knowing that, remembering that, that God gave you this child and that he gave you everything you need for that right. child. Right. Um, it, it, that's where his grace comes in and you right. realize like, God has given me this boatload of promises, and he stays true to every single yeah. one of them. So I don't have to worry that right. he made this wrong choice and, right. or whatever. They're, they're going to be okay. It's all going to be mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. They're going to be exactly the person mm -hmm. that God wants them yeah, to be. that's the key. And so, um, and I, I truly believe that things that have happened in my life and things that are going on in the world that if I didn't wholeheartedly believe and cling to the fact that God is absolutely 100% in control, then there, there would be no point to all of this, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Bad things happen, it's okay, God's mm -hmm. in control. They made a bad choice, it's okay, God's in control. He yeah. makes everything for good. And yep. so I think just holding on to his promises every single day and realizing that he's in charge is the only way to get yeah. through. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. I met another um, pastor's family 
last week and they had three kids and I was talking to them about how my dad was a pastor and they're like, oh, you're a pastor's kid. You are so lovely. And they've only talked to me for two minutes, mind you, but they're like, you're so lovely. Give us advice. And I was like thinking about all this stuff I put you and dad through. <laughs> and I'm like, man, like you can't just say, oh, do everything right, right? So I told them, I said, the biggest thing you can do is pray for your kids. Yeah. The biggest thing you can yeah. do is you can make decisions. You're going to mess up. You can do something right, and I'm going to make a decision to do something the complete opposite. So what you can do is pray, God, bless my children. Give me wisdom. Mm -hmm. Give me discernment. And uh, I, I also think about, you know, my daughter runs to me uh, if she just falls down. She goes, Mama, kiss it, kiss it. If I ran to God as much as my daughter runs to me, yeah, it'd be a complete. That's like good. I have to, re I have to remind myself of that. That's good. Uh, you know, he's there. He's my father. He's he's there for every single thing, and so that's what I have to remember too. And even uh, those of you that are uh, grandparents, uh, grandmoms, sometimes even now, I you know have a role I want to play with my daughters. Yes, with my grandkids, it's great. But sometimes it can be you know I know it's hard to believe, but sometimes there's friction, a little bit of friction, you know. Um, and usually they come to their senses. No, <laughs> usually, you know, and I can walk away even at my age feeling like, oh, man, I didn't do that right with my daughter or I didn't do that right. You know, I, I messed that up or I wasn't as patient I should have been with my grandkids. And I have to still hold on to that thought that said, nope, nope, God is in the long game. It's the long game. It's not the short game. God sees from here all the way to here and different attributes in your life. The older you get or the younger, God's going to use everything to pour in to his glory for those kids. And I think about this picture I have of when my kids were young, my mom and dad would drive from Ventura up to Seattle to pick up, those were my kids, that's Taylor, the one with the big smile with my mom, Beverly and John, who went to this church for lots of years, but they would drive up there um, and take my kids back here to Ventura for a couple of weeks. And it was so amazing for us because we got the break, knew they were in good hands, um, but here's what happens. Because that happened, now my husband and I left last week and went and picked up my grandkids up in uh, Hydesville and brought them home. And God just uses that influence over and over and over again because he knew in the future that I was going to be away from my kids. So every path that we walk, God has got his handprint and his fingerprint on it. Mm -hmm. And those that he puts in your life are there for a reason. And never doubt that and let the enemy take that away from you because God is, it's, it's a tapestry that he's weaving and we don't see it sometimes until the very end. Yeah. So we are handpicked. So Taylor, you got this. You got this, Rebecca. I got this. All of you mamas out there, all of you mamas online, you got it. You've got it because God has got you. And that's Good. the amazing thing we just want to say today. Um, and Pastor, if you want to come on up. What a great job. I want to thank you guys so much. And uh, I heard a lot of profound things. You guys were profound. Yeah, this was really well, good. Well, you're so very welcome. This was really good. Number one, and, and guys, we're not left out of this because we, this applies to us in many ways as parents and dads and granddads and um, people that uh, we live in seasons. And those seasons don't define us, but we live within those seasons. And they don't last forever. 
Um, and they, they do change us, though. Uh, we need friends. We need good friends that speak into our lives. We're modeling life to our kids. They watch and see everything. And a little brookie the other day, what did I say? Uh, it was something like, um, uh, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> I said that, yeah, I said this guy was, he's a husky guy. Kind of meaning it's a little heavier. Um, and uh, she went around saying, he's a husky guy. He's a husky guy. He's a husky guy. <clears throat> Praying together, essential. You can't go wrong. Embracing all the moments of life, and then we are all handpicked. I think that's the one most important one that, uh, that, that speaks to us this morning, is that we're all handpicked. God has chosen us to parent and influence these little children. How powerful is that? Well, thank you guys so much. Let's give them a hand as they make their way off. Thank you so much for doing a great job bringing some profound thoughts to everything. Good job, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, there was a day where uh, Taylor and I didn't see eye to eye, and uh, I carried her by her hand and her, her foot up some stairs and tossed her into a room because she wouldn't go into a room. And uh, we were like, I love you now. Yeah. She's a great, great daughter and uh, blessed to call her my daughter. I think one of the funniest messages I ever heard one time was to give your mom a card and say, you did the best you could. You, know, you did the best you could. And that's, uh, you know, we're doing the best we can, right? And I want to encourage you moms. Man, what a blessing to hear these stories and these thoughts and carry them home with you and treasure them in your heart, but most importantly, treasure your kids. Treasure your kids, uh, your kids, grandkids, even neighborhood kids. Love on them and influence their lives, and we will see great things come about. You never know. You could be leading the next little Billy Graham to the Lord. You could be uh, making a, a change in someone's life that changes the course of their direction and just by that little bit of love that you share. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this time that we've had together. Thank you, Lord, for the message of love that has been shared with us through these moms. And I pray that uh, today we would embrace the seasons of our lives. We would take on the responsibility of being a model uh, to these uh, little ones that we're given influence over. And God, we would realize that you have handpicked us to be the influence. And I pray for every life in this room that your Holy Spirit will move on us and help us, Lord, to be everything we need to be for our kids and our grandkids. And Lord, I thank you so much for the privilege of being a parent. And I pray for moms, especially today, that you give them that blessing, that sense of your presence, that encouragement, Lord, that you are lifting them up today. And that you are encouraging them as tired as they are, as weary as they are, as as, as it, uh, as afraid as they may be of the future for their children, Lord, help us to realize that we all put our faith and trust in you, and that you are ultimately, truly in control. I thank you and I praise you for that. And maybe you're here today and you came with your mom or you, you're online and you're, you're checking things out. We want to give you an opportunity to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says that if we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. If we confess with our mouth that Jesus uh, died on the cross and rose again, the Bible says we will be saved. Saved meaning that we have our sins forgiven and we have the promise of eternal life. 
If that's you today and you would like to accept Jesus Christ, all you have to do is say this little prayer. Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Based on the work you did on the cross, Jesus, I believe that my sin is forgiven. Thank you for forgiving me. And Jesus, I believe that you were raised from the dead, that you came back to life. And today I have the promise of eternal life with you. Lord, I commit to follow you for the rest of my life. I pray that in Jesus' name. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to join your journey. And I hope the message made a big difference in your life. And if it did, we just encourage you to go to journeychurchventura.com and let us know. Also, be free to share this message with your friends and family. We just love to impact as many people as we can. Once again, thank you for joining us at Journey Church Ventura.